know that the Lord loves you this evening and that you're telling him right back, Lord, I love you. You know, it's great to be in love. It's great to experience love. And there is no greater love. The Bible tells us that no greater love, uh, no man has a greater love than this. And that is to lay down his life for his friends. And that's just what the Lord has done. He has laid down his life for us. I want to thank you for joining us on the 17th day of December. 2020, the, the year is coming 
uh, approaching quickly to an end. You know, we'll enter a new decade, uh, 2021, if the Lord tarry, if he say the same. But if he doesn't, uh, I certainly want to be ready. And if he and if he uh, grants us to enter into a new year, according to his will, then I want to do everything I can to end this year, uh, to top off all that has been done throughout this year, and to that the Lord will be able to say, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, you can hear the Lord saying, well done uh, today. It's not uh, after the, the being caught up. It's not about after exiting, but it is what we do right now, the here and now. And working with the here and now is what God has given us. That's why it's called a present. And so you're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That's SML on a Thursday presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. You're inside the pages with me, Pastor Carl Henderson. And I want you to know that there's no better place to be than the word of God. Um, our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And Thursday, Acts of the Holy Ghost. And that's what we're talking about tonight is the Acts of the Holy Ghost, the power of God, what God has uh, uh, that once uh, moved upon men and caused them to prophesy. Now it not only has moved up on men, but now it moves into men. The Lord breathed on his disciples and said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And on the day of Pentecost, where they, they were obedient to what God said to do, and that was to go back to Jerusalem and wait for the promise, saying that you have heard of me. And when they obeyed what was being said, uh, the Bible said that uh, there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were all sitting, and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance. Nobody was there teaching. Uh, if you want to learn another language, go to your community college or something or take a, a vocation class somewhere at an adult training center. But, but when we talk about the Holy Ghost and the power of God and him speaking uh, into you and speaking through you, crying out from you and praying for you, making intercession, uh, when the Holy Ghost does that, that is not something that anyone can teach you. And so uh, they were there and they received it. And, uh, and God began to use them to reach out to the world as he said he would do. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I'm faithful, bold, the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. You need to understand that there is no plan B. God only has plan A. That's Alpha. He's the beginning and he is the end. He has one plan and that's his word. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word is going to stand. I'm not going to endeavor the time, not going to be long, uh, but I, I pray and hope that whatever is, that you've had a blessed day. And if you're starting your day, that you will have a prosperous day in business and with the Lord. Uh, you know, many people are thinking about the holiday season, you know, here in the U.S. and, and other places around the world. Um, you know, culture spreads everywhere. I remember being in Hong Kong uh, a few years ago and uh, and it was just amazing because I never thought about the uh, how much they were into Western culture 
And, um, you know, it was just something to see in pictures that I had taken everything. But uh, people are following traditions. We want to follow the word of God. And the word of God provides us with multiple celebrations throughout the year that it would be amazing. It would be so awesome if God's elect picked up the celebrations that he had given. We would have many holidays throughout the year uh, that recognizing the power of God. And so uh, uh, many are preparing for the holiday season and, you know, and my prayer and is that you be blessed and most of all that you live day by day and don't forget about the Lord. We've been in the book of Acts and we started with the book of Luke. Now, Acts is the second epistle of Luke. Uh, Dr. Luke, he's a physician and he was a disciple also. And so he wrote an epistle to um, Theophilus and ministering to him and wanted to make sure that he was clear and understood and live with assurance. And that's what we want. We want to live with assurance. And, you know, that's my goal is that you have assurance and know that the power of God is, is today. The Bible is not antiquated. Some people think uh, some uh, a woman asked me one day and said, when are you going to leave that old book alone? You know, but I, I know that that she really did not mean that in her heart because when trouble came, she began to pray. If you think this book is old, you won't pray. And, and so you won't be looking for blessings or anything because that means everything is outdated. That's been written in the book. But we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the word of God has not fulfilled. We are yet experiencing, we are yet encountering, and we are looking for uh, the Lord to come and to receive the church unto himself as he said he would do. Until that happens, then we are yet in the dispensation of grace. And we don't know when that time will end, but until then, the Lord said, occupy till I come. And that's what each of us should be doing. And that is occupying until the Lord come. The 13th chapter of the book of Acts is where we are this evening. And if you have missed any of the uh, sermons, any of the exhortations or teaching, I want to encourage you to, to visit connectingtruth.org. That is connectingtruth.org and click on God on Demand. It will take you to our message archive and you can uh, uh, hear messages that have been taught from the book of Acts. And there are many messages that are also uh, where you are right now as far as in the Podbean, iHeart, uh, iTunes and different uh, uh podcast medias where you can uh, find uh, uh, our service and find the messages that have gone forth and come up to speed. Uh, I thank God uh, for the opportunity to be able to talk about his word, to preach his word, to be part called into the ministry. And it's not an easy task. It is something that requires work. It is labors, uh, laborious. And so, uh, you know, as we journey through the word of God, I journey through it with much prayer and fasting. I want to encourage you that if you have not been fasting, uh, to start fasting, pick a day of the week and fast. I, I fast on Tuesday. Join in with me and fast on Tuesday and fast not for yourself. You know, God knows how to strengthen you, but fast that the Lord will bless souls. Now, he knows that if your soul need a blessing, he knows how to bless you too. But don't be selfish in your prayers. Don't be selfish in your fasting. Uh, Lord, Save souls. Souls need to be saved. People's eyes need to be open. Their ears unstopped. 
so that they can receive the word of God, maintain it in their hearts and live by it so that they can stand and, and hear the Lord say, well done, well done today, well done tomorrow, you know, one day at a time, but we want to hear the Lord say, well done. Acts, the 13th chapter, beginning at the 13th, and we're going to go through the 22nd verse. It says, now when Paul and his company loose from Patmos, they came to Perga uh, in Pamphylia, and John, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. Now, John, uh, the Lord had separated Barnabas and Paul, and in the process, uh, John was invited to go along. And now John is returning back to Jerusalem. And so he's going to be out of the picture for a little while. And so the Bible says, but when they departed from Perga and came to Antioch in uh, Pisidia and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. And after the reading of the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent unto them saying, ye men and brethren, ye if you have any words of exhortation for the people, say on. So traditionally, they would read the word of God. They would read through the, uh, through the Torah. They would pray. They would have exhortations. They would have blessings, you know, and they gave space for, uh, for uh, uh, Barnabas. They gave space for Paul, you men uh, and brethren. If you have any words of, uh, for the people, uh, say on. They showed hospitality. You know, and I, I find it very exciting to go and visit other churches and um, just to be in the service, not to go to minister, but just to be in the service and to just to be there, just to be praying, just to be uh, uh, to hear uh, the word of God being exhorted. And if I should have words, it is to encourage the people to hold on, you know, and so hospitality, when hospitality is shown, you know, thank God for that. They showed hospitality unto uh, Barnabas and to Paul. Then Paul stood up, 16 verses, and beckoning uh, with his hands, uh, making gestures, men in, of Israel, and ye that fear God, give audience. The, the God of this people, Israel, chose our fathers, and exalted the people when they dwelt as strangers in the land of Egypt and with a high arm brought them out of it. And so the Lord sustained them while they were in Egypt. The Lord uh, brought them out uh, with a great deliverance. And about the time of 40 years, uh, 40 years, he suffered uh, uh, their manner in the wilderness. And I was looking at them, I'm like, wow, you know, how many years have God put up with us? Think about your age. Think about when you came to the knowledge of the Lord and you began to serve him or maybe not. And the things that you did that were against him that the Lord tolerated. You know, the Lord has been very tolerant with us. He has been very patient with us. And when you think about it, it's very humbling. It's very humbling to be involved in the ministry, knowing that uh, the life that I came from, the life that I lived and and, and how uh, such an angry person I was and, and what God had did for me and brought me out, you know, and when he made the difference, my mother saw it and she got saved. 
he made such a difference. My brother saw it. He got saved. He made such a difference. My sister followed. You know, and I'm like, wow, was I was I that bad of a person? You know, when you live a certain life, uh, you don't know what others are seeing. Well, you you do know what they're seeing because you're displaying it. But uh, maybe you have a mind where you don't care. But God was tolerant. And he didn't allow me to get shot up. He didn't allow me to get buried six feet under. He didn't allow me to wind up in jail. He didn't allow, God spared my life. And I'm grateful and it's very humbling uh, to know that my life has been spared uh, to the extent that it, I still tear up over it. My heart still melt. I still feel like just uh, butter in a hot skillet when I think about the goodness of God and when, you know, the Lord uses or when he has his way in my life, you know, I, I was just like, wow, why, why me? And, you know, and just, you know, I'm grateful for that. But our behavior, our behavior, God tolerated, not just my behavior, he tolerated your behavior too. Whatever you were involved in, whatever you were doing, uh, your mischievous behavior, God tolerated you too. He tolerated you. You know, and I, I was I was playing around with the word behavior and I was I, I was came up with the word behavior source. You know, and I know source represents a reptile, but we acted like animals. You know, we didn't act like people of God, you know, whether we believed in God or not, but devouring one another, predators, you know, super predators. Uh, fighting and just doing different things. You know, everybody didn't physically fight. Some people fought mentally. Some people fought uh, with a mouth. Some people fought with emotion. You know, just all kind of things that we did that did, was just not what God intended when he created man. You know, we just began to devour one another. The Bible said man's wickedness in his heart was so great that the Lord caused a great flood to come upon the earth at that time. And he said he'll never destroy the earth again in, in that same fashion. But uh, our behavior, God tolerated the behavior of them in the wilderness for 40 years. And when he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he divided their land by them. So even so, God tolerated their behavior and he still blessed them. He still kept his word to them. Look at what God does. He kept his word and he's kept his word for us. He's kept his word for us. So I, my question to you is, do you owe God not just a praise? Uh, do you owe God a, a worship? Uh, you know, not just a worship, but a sacrifice life. A life that says, Lord, I'm yours. Everything I am, everything I'm not, I'm yours, Lord. Try me now and see. See if I can be completely yours. That's the life that we need to present to the Lord. A life that is sold out. I'm pouring, I'm, Lord, I'm pouring myself out to you. I'm giving my all to you. Yes, I can do that. Yes, you can do that. Yes, we can do it all together. We can do this. We can do this. And we should do it. And so the Bible tells us that even that he destroyed seven nations. Now, Deuteronomy 7 and 1 says, when the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land, whether thou goest to possess it, and has cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites, the Gergesites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, 
the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than thou. So Israel was not, even though they, they were a, a, a large number of people, they were not greater than the, the, the nations in which I just named. They were not greater than the Hittites, the Gergesites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Pagesites, the Hivites, the Jebusites. They were not greater than them. But the Lord brought that those nations down. He brought them down for his elect's sake. It doesn't matter how great the situation is. We have to remember that God is greater. He's greater. He's greater no matter what. Goliath and his brothers were taller. They were heavier. They were skilled men of war. But like, you know, one of my favorite movies uh, that I like is Troy. And um, and um, an open range. It's a cowboy movie, open range with Kevin Costner. But listen, um, Troy uh, is uh, Brad Pitt is Achilles in Troy, and he took down the challenger Boagris. Uh, he was an enemy uh, that was uh, much larger, uh, much stronger. You know, physically just built. You know, just men would tear in his sight. But they called on, on, on Achilles and he came uh, at his own good time. He had, he had attitude issues for good reasons. But listen, um, uh, when he came, uh, he, when he, he took down the biggest, tallest challenger, and we have to remember that God will do the same for us. God will take down the largest challenger. It doesn't matter how, how large they are. It doesn't matter. But you know what makes it even greater is when we're faithful to the Lord, when we're obedient to the Lord, compared to what Israel were doing. Israel was what? They were, uh, Israel, the children of Israel were uh, were disobedient in the wilderness. They came out carrying uh, things, that, um, what do you call it? They came out carrying uh, stuff from Egypt. I was looking for a particular word to use, but... They came out carrying a star that represented a, a false god. They came out carrying other things that represented uh, a false god in the process. And so they took that into, we cannot, when God delivers us and he brings us out, he's not looking for us to carry uh, false things with us. He's delivering us from that. He's giving us truth. The 20th verse says, and after that, he gave unto them judges. And about the space of 450 years until Samuel the prophet. Now, remember, they gave Paul some time. They asked Paul, would you, would you like to have some words? And Paul was not shy about it. You know, God knows how to take what's, what's in you and use it. Uh, God took what was in Paul and God will take what's in you. He's taking what's in me. And he's using all of that for his will. He's using that for his boldness. He's using that so that his will can be done. We just have to allow the will of God to uh, to work in us. Allow the will of God. Uh, you know, let him use, uh, he wants to use the street knowledge that you have. He wants to use your experience in dealing with people. You know, we might have dealt with them on a bad level, but God knows how to take that and turn it around. 
He want to use your business knowledge. He want to use your education. God wants to use everything that there is. Uh, he's invested in us. Now, let me tell you how God has invested. Um, you woke up this morning and you inhaled and you exhaled whatever you were going to say. You've been breathing and your uh, on average 20,000 breaths throughout this day. Your heart has been beating. God has invested in you. He's invested in us. And he wants to use us for his purpose. He wants to use us for his will. And so the Bible tells us that afterwards that, that Paul, he's exhorting the word of God and, he, and he, he's taking them back through a history lesson about deliverance. And now there's been uh, Samuel the prophet and afterwards they desired a king. You know, that's when Saul came along and the Lord gave them Saul of Kish a man of the tribe of Benjamin for about 40 years. And when he had removed him, he removed him because he did not obey the word of God. And, you know, God desires obedience over sacrifice. And so he, uh, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom he also gave this testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall uh, fulfill all my will. Now, as we've read through the scriptures, the common theme here is that there has been multiple changes, whether the changes were, were influenced by the people or, you know, we influence the message. We influence what God is going to do. And so there's been a constant change that has been going on after the deliverance and, you know, from the, the judges to the kings and then David, there's been an overturning of things. And, you know, overturn means to abolish or to uh, invalidate or to reverse a previous system or decision or situation. And so uh, God, God can and will overturn a situation. Usually it is because of something we did or did not do. Now, Luke details of the matter says that Paul addressed the attendees, men of Israel. So the message is specific as to the descendants. He also addressed it to those ye that fear God. So everyone that fits that description, whether they are of uh, Israel, children of Israel, whether they practice Judaism, whether they're Greek, Gentile, whoever was there that feared the Lord. And God has never shown prejudice because when Israel was delivered, the Lord told them, said, if there's anybody that had heard of my name, have heard of my works and want to join in with you, allow them and treat them fairly. And so uh, ye that fear the Lord, he said, listen. Uh, so uh, there are those that are not listening, but there are those that will listen. He pointed out several actions. And so, uh, Deliverance. We know about the great deliverance. Deuteronomy 26, 6 or 8 tells us, and the Egyptians, evil treated us and afflicted us and laid upon us hard bondage. And when we cried unto the Lord of our fathers, the Lord heard our voice and looked upon our affliction and our labor and our oppression. And the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with a great terribleness.
and with signs and with wonders. 40 years of patience, an entire generation rebelled and God still protected them. Exodus 13, 21 through 22 says, and the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud and led them by way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of fire by day or nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. God has uh, at all times, remember time is, God has all the time, but remember uh, time is not your best friend. You know, people think they have time. I got time, I got tomorrow, I got next year. Time is not your best friend. Now, I need you to understand there's two things that don't sleep. Money does not sleep and time does not sleep. Money and time are both working around the clock on every continent. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 5, 14 through 17, wherefore he says, awake thou that sleepeth and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore be not unwise, but understand what the ways of the Lord is. It's important that we get a clear understanding of what God is requiring of us. And this is what Paul was, uh, was evangelizing. Him and Barnabas was on the evangelistic mission and they were going about to let people know and to help them to understand uh, what the will of the Lord is so that they can, and so that they can make a well-informed decision. It's important that you fully understand, be clear about what the Lord has to say and what his will is so that you can and will make the best decision that there is for your life and leading your, your soul and your family unto the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank and praise you for your goodness and grace, for leading us and guiding us throughout this day. Lord God, for this short words of exhortation that you have given this evening, for those that are listening, those that will hear later, Lord God, I just pray and ask, Lord God, that you would bless them to keep their minds stayed on you, to remain in the ark of safety. Lord God, those that are outside your will, to stir up their hearts, to draw them into your will, Lord God, to follow your goodness, which leads us to repentance. In the name of Jesus, we'll be careful to give your name to praise and to give you glory and honor, Lord, in Jesus' name. Listen, if you've not been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sin, uh, look at Acts 2 and 38, look at the Bible, because there's no other name under heaven whereby you must be saved. Everyone that was baptized was baptized in Jesus' name uh, for the remission of sin. There is no other baptism given. And on the day of Pentecost, when they said, men and brethren, what must we do to be saved? Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus. So he understood what Jesus meant when he said baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. We know that throughout the scriptures where they went wrong, they were corrected. The Lord did not correct them because they were right. And so we want to be right and follow the word of God. If you've been blessed by the message by uh, Sunday Morning Live, this SML, uh, brought, listen, I'll spread the word. And, you know, send someone a link, bless someone else and know that the songs feature uh, by the songstress and those uh, artists and their producers. 
are belong to them. We support gospel ministry. And so this is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. I hope to see you here or to see you there. Until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord. Yeah, that's what I really want from God, a blessing for you.